This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. <clears throat> In this week's parasha, Torah talks about the episode of the Heta Egel. And the Torah says that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is extremely upset at Klai Yisrael. But the stress that the Torah puts on is the fact that Klai Yisrael is a Am Rashi explains that their ears are closed to hear. And they are stubborn, so to speak, not to change and listen to the mochichim. Sipona also says they have like a, an iron neck. That they will not turn to listen to the mochichim. There's a certain stubbornness or a lack of flexibility or a, their ears are closed, they will not listen, and therefore, there's no hope for them, there's no tshuva they can do, because of this midah of Am Kishayodef. And the Torah says that for that reason, Hashem removes His Shekhinah from them, because of this terrible midah called Am Kishayodef. Later on in the parasha, it says the opposite. It says, after Hashem forgive them, it says, Because of Am Kesheoref, that's the reason why Hashem should put a Shechina in there. Ramban discusses that this problem, he deals with this problem, you can look at the Ramban and see it inside. The Ramban says that before they did Tshuva, when they were in the Matzav of Chet, Kesheoref is a bad thing. But after they did tshuva, and they're using kishayoref in the correct way, then kishayoref is a good thing. So we're going to try to masbe that. How to understand when kishayoref, being stubborn, not flexible, is a problem. And when this madrigan, this my love kishayoref is a good thing. In order to understand it, we have to understand some basic fundamentals. The way it works is, B'der Klal, in the world of Avera, in the world of Ra, in the world of Taiva, the focus of the human being is on what he wants. He has a certain Ratzon, this is what he wants, and that's his objective, is about getting what he wants. And if a person is fixated on the result of what he wants, then that is the cause for his stubbornness not to be flexible to do something else. We'll try to develop it. You see it sometimes, for example, in a shown bias issue, that a person has something they want, they have an agenda that they want, and then no matter what, there's nothing to discuss, there's nothing to talk. This is what they want. That's called kishayoref, where they can't listen, they can't pay attention. I'm going to try to masbe a little deeper, but that's the way it works in the oilam of Tuma, in the oilam of Ra, in the world of Taiva. It's all about the milu yarotzen, it's what you want. And when you're fixated on what you want, then automatically there's no flexibility for anything else. Because in your brain, you can't see how any other type of situation should be beneficial or helpful to you. Because usually uh, the ratzon that a person has is a very deep thing. We learned a little bit about this in the Geras HaMosa. The way it works is that a person, when he sees something that he wants, he develops in his mind a certain surah, a certain siyud. 
Whereby him he can't see how he can be happy or productive in any other way besides for what he sees of what he wants. And therefore it's not flexible, it's not open for discussions. As opposed to in the world of Kedusha. The world of Kedusha is not about what you want. The world of Kedusha is about doing Avoidah. Avoidah doesn't need a specific matzah. It doesn't need a specific situation where I could only be successful or happy or productive in this exact matzah that I'm in. Avoidah Hashem is about working efficiently with every single situation that HaKadosh Baruch Hu puts you in. You're flexible to move from one situation to another situation. So I'm going to try to give you mishalom and then show you how it could work in the spiritual world as well. Let's say a person decided that in order for him to be happy, in order for him to feel good and calm and be productive in his life, he has to be very wealthy. He can't live without that. That's something that he needs to have. And that could be also connected to the person's avoid Hashem as well. He sees that his avoider could be connected with wealth. So therefore, he's fixated on some type of tangible situation that he has to be in. It's not a questionable. That's the only mahalach. There's only one mahalach. The mahalach is to get what he wants. Even if having what he wants is connected in his brain to his service of Hashem too. It's not just taiva in the sense of pleasure and good feeling. It could also be connected to his avodah Hashem as well. That his avodah Hashem, he believes, is, is toloi on this exact circumstance. And if he doesn't have this circumstance, he can't, uh, he can't live without it. So he's obsessed on that, and that's where his success is and nothing else. So therefore, he's not flexible to work and serve Hashem in a different way. HaKadosh Baruch Hu decided today that he should serve him with a different mahalach. The mahalach of not having money. That's not an option. To hear that is not an option. Because then it doesn't fit with what he wants. There's no mahalchim. When it comes to the world of Milei Aratzim, there's no mahalchim. When it comes to the world of Avodah Hashem, which is Kedusha, over there, it's not something that, it's not a chushis tangible, specific situation that you have to be in to grow. There's millions of different mahalchem that HaKadosh Baruch Hu put you through. And every situa- situation that you're in is a perfect situation for you to grow in that situation. Let's say Yaakov Avinu, for example. Yaakov Avinu was a, a zokin Yoshevi Yeshiva. He was a Rosh Yeshiva. He had Talmidim. He was by his parents. He was in a holy place. And over there he's growing. And then he's thrown into a situation where he's on his own. He doesn't have a support system. He doesn't have his Talmudim. He doesn't have anything. Ultimately, he ends up in the house of Laban. So, but yet, where did he become the Bechira of us? Where did he get the title of Tita and Emes Where was he Maimed Shvatim? In a situation that was totally different than what he could have imagined in his brain. Never would think like that. So to be able to be flexible to work with the different situations that Hashem puts you in and you could reach the ultimate growth is not dependent on the situation that you're in. Because the point is not your destination that you imagine in your mind. The point is always to work efficiently where you stand. HaKadosh Baruch Hu develops the world around you 
And every single situation you're in is the platform for growth. So if that's the platform for growth, the focus is on Avayidah. The focus is not on Milui Harotzen. Because when the focus is on Milui Harotzen, then you're not flexible to work a different way. That's when you become, you become stuck. So where would it be in the Madrega of Kisha Oirif in Kedusha is that your Kosha Oirif not to listen to the Yitzhahara to, to stop doing Avoidah. Of course, there's a certain dedication and non-flexibility. A certain stubbornness to not allow yourself to be taken away from Avoidah. But in the Etzim Avoidah, the etzim avoided requires flexibility. And therefore you could stag in every single matzah that you're in. Of course, 100% a person has to look in a smart way what could he think is the best for his growth. 100%. But then HaKadosh Baruch sometimes does things different. Different than what he thought would be the best way for his growth. And now he has to be able to be flexible to work with different ways in order to be successful. I want to show you this from another angle. We'll come back to it again. I was learning yesterday, Orchus uh, Sadikim. I was in the, in the city and I was waiting for an appointment. And I was there a little early. And I, there was a safe Orchus Sadikim on the table. So I opened it up to Shara Daika. That's why I just opened the safe and that's where it came. We're talking about worries, which in today's modern society we'd call that anxiety. Anxiety, stress, that's what he's discussing over there. And he speaks about how worries and, uh, is the most dangerous thing for a human being. It's dangerous for his health. It's dangerous for him in every single aspect of his life. Mentally, emotionally, physically, and spiritually. It's a, it's, a, it's a terrible pit that a person could fall into, a pit of anxiety, of stress, of worries. It's the worst thing it could be. He quotes a number of psukim, how when a person is anxious and, and worried and stressed, it reflects on his face, it comes out on his punim, which the way I understand that to mean is that the anxieties and the worries, they hijack the human being to such an extent that it takes over his whole panemius, because the punim is what the reflection of your projects your panemius. That means it takes over the whole panemius of the human being. It doesn't give him a space to even live outside of those anxieties. And he says that's a terrible thing for a human being to get stuck into that rut. You'll never see, he says, Odom Godel, a person who's me'ule, a person's nefesh lawyer that would fall into that trap. Any person who lives with a munah b'tochen cannot fall into that trap. And then he goes on to say that worry is not a bad thing, bad Because in Avodah Hashem you have to worry. You can't think that you should be complacent and satisfied the way you're at. You have to worry that maybe you have to do more. A person, let's say, for example, gives a whole bunch of pages of different ideas of where worry comes in. He says, let's say a person is getting kavod. He has to worry that maybe that kavod, he's letting it go to his head, and therefore he's taking away from the schar of his mitzvahs. So there is a place, a big place in Avodah Hashem that requires worry. So a very simple question. If worry is a dangerous thing, and worry is an uh, unhealthy thing, so why could you use it for Kedusha? How does it look? What's the difference between if you're using worry in the world of materialism, 
or you're using the worry in the world of Kedusha. And it boils down to the same point that we're trying to say over here. Because in the world of materialism, let's just take materialism pure. In a world of materialism, it's about what I want. I want a certain social status. I want a certain financial stability. There's things that I want. Very much, I want those things. And like I told you before, when you want something, it kind of builds a tzir in your mind that you can only be happy in what you want. And you can't be happy in any other matzav than what you want. The problem is that people that have a little seichel realize that you can't always get what you want. It's almost impossible to always get what you want. A person is in business, he wants to make a lot of money, there's a lot of competition, there's a lot of resistance from the world around him. He's totally beyond a cheirim. He's a person who has his hands are tied. How can he get whatever he wants? It's not so simple to get what you want. And therefore, but he can't live not getting what he wants. So now he's stuck in a rut. He can't move. He has no place to go. So all he is is thinking about how his situation is horrible, how he wants to get to a different situation, and he doesn't have a mahalach how to get there. So that type of uh, pit, if you fall into such a type of pit, it's endless, the anxieties are endless, the stress is endless, and it's dangerous for the human being in all aspects of his life. So what about in Kedusha? What's the worry in Kedusha? The worry in Kedusha is that it's not about being something or getting to a certain status or to a tangible place. That's not the point. The point is making avoida. A person has to kasey, the kasey, the kasey, to be oivid Hashem. Always. So therefore, when he's worried, what he's doing is, the worry gives him and creates for him a path that he can work more efficiently. Because let's say a guy, he has a good head. And he's in the yeshiva and he's learning and he sees that with very little effort, he could be where everybody else is holding. And therefore, he can miss, he can come late, he can leave early, he's still holding in the sugi, he can follow the share, he can, he can write the sikum, he's okay. So therefore, it's possible for him to become complacent because he's just as good as everybody else. So what's the problem? But if he will worry about the fact that if he has such a good uh, potential, and then one day they're going to ask him, how come you didn't reach where you're supposed to reach? That, that, that worry is supposed to create for him a mahalach and avoidah. Now he has to think, maybe he has to give chaburas, maybe he has to write more, maybe he has to research, maybe he has to teach somebody else so he can help develop his, his uh, koiches, he'll have the, 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 the push to have to develop further. So what it has to do, that worry has to create for him a path of work. The aside of avoidah is always to find the path to make avoidah. So therefore the worry could be productive. Because it's not about getting somewhere, it's about working more efficiently. And his avoidah is not efficient enough. Because he sees from the things that he has to worry about that his, his avoidah is not efficient enough. And he has to work more, into, uh, more intelligently. And more with more strategy. So he could do the avoidah better. The point is to work better, not to get somewhere. So before we spoke at a very like far apart. You have a guy who's a taiva guy, he's a desire person, and therefore if he's a desire person, he doesn't think about mahalchem. Desires don't have mahalchem. Desires have agendas. And agendas are going to, if you're either going to be stuck, 
and you're going to have anxiety, or you're going to use all forms of manipulation and illegal type of methods to get to what you want, which will have its setbacks, because as hard as you push, other people will push back. So therefore, it's a life of stress, anxiety, unhappiness, but it will never, ever, ever be flexible to do something different. Never. And your ears will be closed to hear something. Because I don't want to work a different way. This is what I want. If it's not going to bring me to what I want. Yeah, but maybe it'll bring you to Shalom Bias. It's not Shalom Bias that I want. It's what I want is what I want. Then I don't have ears to hear. The ears are closed. Because saying Shalom Bias means I have to work differently. I can't have everything I want. My life has to look a little different than what I thought I was going to look at. No, not an option. Mila Aratzim. Mila Aratzim doesn't have Mahalchem. If the point is Avoidah, I thought I'm going to do my Avoidah a certain way. And it made sense to me to work that way. But then Hashem put me in a scenario that I have to work a little different. Okay, I'm flexible because the point is doing. The point is not seeing a visual and saying that's where I have to be. So sometimes it has. In Avoidah Hashem, when people go to Avoidah Hashem, like Milo Yarots, and they also have a problem. They also have a problem. And that can happen in two ways. One way you can say, a person says, listen, I know I can only steig like this. I have to be a magachi, I have to be a rashib, I have to finish shots, I have to know poiska, I have to be. This is how I have to do it. I have to learn in kail until the end of my life. It could be it was built on nice and, and, and good ideals, but at the end of the day, the person created a tzura, and that's the tzura that he has to work, and he can't work it any other way. If I go to who puts him in a different situation, impossible. I can't do it. Impossible. And therefore, he's trying to do that. But there are things in the way that you can't always do what you want to do. And things are not always working out the way you want it to work out. And sometimes HaKadosh Baruch Hu decides to put you with a chabrusa. It's not such a good chabrusa, you know. And now, according to your dreams, and the way that you feel that the only way that you could strike, that can't work any other way. That's called Mila Rotson. But you're not flexible to say, well, maybe now I have to work on something else. Because I have to learn with this chabrus, I can't learn the most deep lumdis, but now I can work on pshat. I can also flex that muscle in avoida too, which I don't usually have that opportunity. In this situation, I have that opportunity. Whatever it is, I'm just giving an example. There's always ways to be flexible to do the avoida Hashem, not exactly the way you envision things. That's flexibility. Flexibility is not about that my Avodah Hashem is totally on a certain thing that I want to get there and I can't be happy without that. That's, but I could be Kishay Oyrif if the chat is that there are things that are going to take me away from Avodah Hashem. There's plenty of things in life that will take me away from Avodah Hashem. Over there, I have to be a Kishay Oyrif. is a good thing. It's only, but you have to know how to apply it. The same thing, you have the opposite way. You have people... They want money, let's say. For example, I'm just giving an example. They want money. Why they want money? Let's say even if I avoid the Hashem too. They believe that they can only be a Balchesed if they have money. They believe that they can only two if in avoid if they have money, let's say. Coming from, a, from that place, right? And then they say, listen, if this is what I need, this is what I want, I, I want a wife, I want a... Everybody has things they want. And it could be that, let's say, we want them for the right reasons. But I want that. This is what I want. I want a wife. I want kids. I want money. I want it. This is what I want. Right? This is what I want. And I can't live without that. I can't be productive without that. It's impossible. And then I say, I have betochen. So now what? What betochen for what? 
that I will not back down under any circumstances from what I want. And therefore, Hashem, you have to tell truth to me. That's it. This is what I want. You know? And then I say Betochen. But then it didn't work to Betochen because it didn't come. So then he's like, I have to have more Betochen. And I have to have more Betochen. This is Am Kishoyrif. No. Sometimes you can work differently than what he wants you, than what you want. There's different mahalchem how to work. That's a flexibility in avoid. Of course, betochen is a whole shmuz and tefillah is a whole shmuz. I'm not going into all that now. But the olive base, the olive base, obviously the people in the, in the time of uh, Kabbalah and Satari were not small people. There was the Amkisha for the mahalach. They wanted a certain matzav and there was the Amkisha for the mahalach. And then you can't move. If you can't move, there's nothing to talk to. En lemi ledaber. The olive, play, olive base in Avoida is to be able to be flexible in dark Avoida. Doesn't mean that you can't try to get the best matzah, and it doesn't mean that there's no betochen in that world, and it doesn't mean that there's no feel in that world, of course not. But the, the gather of the Samech Bechelko in that world is flexibility. That means the person has to be able to be flexible to go with the way Hashem sets up his matzah. And according to the way he sets up his matzah, it's 100% perfect, it fits him 100%, there is no resistance from the world, he's able to be productive, 100% productive. Is there a place for Kesherif? About there's a place for Kesherif. Just like the Orchah Sadiqim said, there's a place for Daiga too. Everything in the world of Tuma has its way of doing it correctly in the world of Kedusha. By us, we don't have daiga in the world of Kedusha. In the world of Kedusha, our confidence level is beyond belief in the confidence level. When it comes to the world of Mila Ataiva, Mila Aritzainis, over there, that's where we're stuck. That's where the anxiety is. No, we have to learn how to use daiga in the Olam Aruchli. But when we say that you have to learn how to use daiga in the Olam Aruchli, it means in a healthy way. Not in the way where I see people have daigas in Eilam Aruchni, and usually they're young people, so they can't be on such high levels yet, right? And all of a sudden they have these massive daigas in Eilam Aruchni, which is very unhealthy for them. Because by them, they're processing the Eilam Aruchni in a Gashmiya stick away too. In a very tangible thing that they want. Now sometimes the tangible thing that they want is based on jealousy because they see other people and they want to be like that. I don't know, whatever, that's not the point right now. The point is that they created a certain tangible reality that they feel that they cannot live in life or be productive as the Yeshiva Bokhara, as Avrecha, whatever you want to call it. They cannot be productive without that. And then they're putting unbelievable stress on themselves and they get anxious and they get worked up because they can't reach it. They don't have the Kirkus HaNefesh for that. That's not what they have to be focused on. The focus they have to be focused on on being flexible to work with the mahal they have to work. Avadi, you have to assume that if you do what Hashem wants you to do and you're flexible to do the avoid, and of course you want to become a big tamachachum and avad Hashem, avadi, you can be saying that you will be matzliach ultimately because he will take you through the path that he has to take you in order for you to be successful. You have to rely on him for the success. He'll get you there. He knows the way. But the point is you have to be able to be flexible to work with him. 100%. And then you have people working with Betochen, which is not working the way the Betochen is supposed to work. Because Vaita Mila So we see this unbelievable Yisoy that's coming out over here of this balance of a human being. That he has to be able to be flexible even though there's things that he would not want. He can't understand. It doesn't fit his agenda. It doesn't make sense. But now Hashem wants you to work this way. 
he wants you to work this way. I think I told you once, I don't know who I've spoken to, but I had a chabrusa once for many years, a very choshev person, he passed away, Rabbi Nachman, and he told me, he was a big Talmud Chacham, a big Lamdan, everything, he told me when he got married, he unfortunately was went through a, a situation we had allergies where he couldn't think the brain couldn't work right just couldn't think in the lumbness his head was clogged he was a younger man he was a chosher younger man he was a good younger man and he enjoyed learning and now his brain has a mental block to it so he had a choice at that time either to get depressed and you know I can't steig and I'm in Kail and what am I going to do but he decided to work on a different area in his learning, which you wouldn't do normally when your brain is strong and you're part of a coil and everybody's learning you. And he worked on the techniques of the Ramchal in learning techniques like cases and charts and shot and words. That this word means this and that word means that. Like if you see a code word in the Gemara, you know that it's referring to the case or to the din or to the gather, the makar. He worked on that and he became a tremendous in that. Then his head, Baruch Hashem, opened up. And he was able to get back into learning full-fledged. But he had that keli and avoidant that nobody had. He was able to apply it to his learning. When he navigated through the Rishonim and the Achronim, he had these kalim, unbelievable kalim, which made his learning way more enhanced because of what he had. And he ultimately ended up using that keli to help Bochum, who was struggling in learning. And he was able to teach many Talmidim of how to do that. So this was something Hashem wanted to give him. But he had to put him in this situation in order for him to reach for that keli because most people won't work on that keli when things are going good. You have to be flexible to be able to work with the keli Hashem gives you, the matzav Hashem gives you, and that's where you can't be a kisherif. That's the idea I want to give over today. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.